This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, December 15th. Runoff elections might be eliminated in Georgia after they brought three straight U.S. Senate victories for Democrats and long lines during early voting. Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger said Wednesday that the General Assembly should pass a bill to scuttle future runoffs in Georgia, a rare state that still sends elections into overtime when no candidate wins a majority in the first round of voting. Democratic U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock won a full term against Republican Herschel Walker in a runoff last week after the senator led a three-candidate race in the initial general election. Two years ago, Warnock and Democrat John Ossoff also won runoffs to give Democrats a majority in the Senate, though Republican candidates had historically been victorious in previous runoffs. Raffensperger's call to cancel runoffs comes after lawmakers last year required runoffs to occur four weeks after general elections instead of nine, resulting in just one week of early voting and lines that exceeded two hours in some areas. Almost every other state settles races on Election Day, with the leading candidate winning even if they fall short of 50% of votes. Up next, newly uncovered text messages show some Georgia Republicans shared wild conspiracy theories with the White House as former President Donald Trump tried to overturn Joe Biden's 2020 victory here. Documents obtained by the online news organization Talking Points Memo show Republican U.S. Representative Rick Allen shared unverified reports that breaches of driver's license data led to widespread voter fraud with White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And Republican State Senator Marty Harbin, Republican from Tyrone, sent Meadows messages about Italygate, a debunked conspiracy theory that Italian defense contractors manipulated election results via satellite. Harbin also kept Meadows apprised of efforts to overturn Biden's victory in the Georgia General Assembly. State and federal investigators have found no evidence of enough fraud to change the outcome of the election in Georgia and other states Biden won. Talking Points Memo obtained a log of 2,319 Meadows text messages turned over to the House Select Committee investigating the events that led to the January 6th attack, and the committee is preparing to release its final report as soon as next week. Meanwhile, as news broke Wednesday that the GBI had charged five people protesting against Atlanta's new public safety training center with domestic terrorism, hefty charges carrying the potential for lengthy prison sentences. Activists reacted with a mix of disgust, defiance, and a vow to carry on. In a statement provided to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Governor Brian Kemp vowed that agencies, including the GBI, the Atlanta Police Department, and the FBI would continue to work closely together as we disrupt the entire criminal network and ensure construction for the first responder training facility moves forward. Dozens of arrests have been made in the year plus since a loose coalition of left-wing activists began taking up residence in the woods in an attempt to stop the Atlanta Police Foundation from building a new $90 million training center. But the charges announced against those arrested on Tuesday are believed to be the most serious to date. More specific allegations against those charged were not immediately provided, but all five were also facing a litany of other charges, including criminal trespass, aggravated assault, and felony obstruction. And three Georgians have filed a lawsuit saying the state health benefit plan is denying care to transgender patients. Two transgender men, Misha Rich, an accountant at the Georgia Department of Audits and Accounts, and Benjamin Johnson, a media clerk at a Bibb County elementary school, 
Along with an unnamed transgender young adult dependent son of an unnamed Division of Family and Children's Services employee, say they have been denied health care from the state health plan. Rich and Johnson have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria, the medical diagnosis for many transgender people, which is treated by procedures such as plastic surgery and hormone therapy. Johnson, who has worked for the Bibb County School District for two years, said his claim was denied after he got plastic surgery in 2021 as part of his transition. The Transgender Legal Defense and Education Fund filed the lawsuit on behalf of the employees and the adult dependent in U.S. District Court on Wednesday. David Brown, legal director for the fund, said the case is about equality. Spoken Layer